If you would turn with me to 1 John 4, 19. I'm going to read this again. The, um, God has been ministering to me that he wants to heal. He wants to heal here at Water of Life. He's been kind of pushing me in that direction. And I'm going to give us some verses. I'm going to exhort us to believe for our healing. Do you know that to agree on earth is touching anything? God will do it. God will do it in heaven. Well, I'm getting ready to agree. And God has really been exhorting me. And I've seen some great miracles that God has done when God leads me to pray. And I believe we could get there. I believe we need to get there. I believe that's what Jesus died for us to get there. If you, John 1, uh, 1 John 4, 19. I'm going to lay some foundation in our hearts. Uh, it says, 19, we love him, we love God, because he first loved us. Amen. When you're going after what you need help for, it is such a blessing to know that when you go after the devil, or you go after sickness, or something in your life, poverty, that God loved you first. God loved you first. And you know what? God's love is everlasting. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. Well, I goofed up. The love doesn't change. The love does not change. He loved you when you were a major mess. He knew you were going to get there. I think sometimes he just stood there and waited till you really messed up. Because then you were ready to hear. He loved you first. Don't forget that when we are going after healing, when we are going after deliverance, we are going after getting our life fixed. He loved you first. And if you are here and you hear my voice, then God drew you here. You didn't come by accident. God doesn't do anything by accident. His understanding is infinite. He had this day planned before the world was even created. That's how infinite understanding for us little pea brains. Now, if you will go with me to 1 John 4, God loved you first. That's why he wants you healed. That's why he wants you delivered. That's why he wants you in prosperity. He loved you first. That's why he doesn't want you to be afraid. Because he loved you first. Now, 1 John 4, 9. This, in this was manifested, the love of God toward us. This proves it. This is what we saw because of God's love. It was manifested, the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. We live through Jesus. It is a wonderful thing to know that we do not have to rely on our own, what do, we, what do I want to call it? Our own confidence, our own brains, our own soul. We don't have to rely on that. Thank God. Right. You know what Jesus said in Matthew 5? He said, blessed are the poor in right. spirit. You look that up, it means those that can't get to an end. 
I try and I try and I try and I can't get there. You know what Jesus said? Blessed are those for yours is the kingdom of heaven. For yours is the kingdom of heaven. God does the work. Now, it says, verse 10, herein is love. Herein is love. It said, not that we love God, because we didn't. I can speak, well, I can't speak for you, but I know I didn't love God. Especially when he wanted my life. I thought, you know what, I think I can do this better. You know what, I couldn't. I couldn't. I love the grace of God. I love the grace of God. It'll pour, that spirit of grace will pour onto you and pour into you and be around you. And, what, and like Joel said, he would drive in the car with him or ride in the car with him. And it rode me until I gave up. I said, all right, I need you. Best thing I ever did in my whole life. Best thing I ever did in my whole life. You know, I want to speak to some. There were days when I first moved to Texas, and, and I've shared this, but I want you to hear it again because I know there are some out there that are going through the same thing. You've told me. I would, my husband was working at a restaurant, and he would work till 4 in the morning. I would be in my room at night begging God to help me. I, didn't, I had enough money. I was a newlywed. I loved my husband. Everything looked outside like it was hunky-dory. But inside was not settled. It wasn't happy. It wasn't, it wasn't at peace. There was no peace in my soul. And at night, I would cry out to God, and I'd say, you got to help me. I don't know how to get back to you. But I'm not there. I'm not at peace. And that's when we went home to Pennsylvania that Christmas. And I went to the, my mother said, I want you to join us. And we're going to a, her girlfriend's church. And that's when that man, that prophet, at the end called, called me out. And he said, the Lord would say to you, I have seen your tears at midnight. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. I have heard your cries. Oh, the love of God. He loved me first. He loved you first. He loved you first. And it says here, here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son. He sent his son. Jesus, go get them. I love them. Go get them. Right. Go get them. He said, he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, the appeasement. God could not walk with us because we had sin. He could not be in our midst. That was his, that was his expectation from the very first day of creation. When he created Adam, he wanted to walk with us with him he wanted to be around him why because he's a father he's a father when I was a teacher in school I taught some students that had some very poor lives at home I had more than one tell me miss 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 small 
My name was small back then. I wish you were my mom. It was everything I could do not to say I wish I was too. Because I'd have a giant house with a lot of rooms. And I'd have a lot of children in them. Well, guess what? He's your heavenly father. He is your heavenly father. And he loves you more than I ever could, those students. He loved you so much, he loved you first. He sent Jesus. Go get him. Get him back. And that's exactly what Jesus did. You getting this? Is it getting in your heart? We're going to get you healed. Jesus wants you healed. He wants you delivered. He wants you set free. He wants you prosperous. That's why he sent Jesus. Now, I want you to go to Luke 9. This is where Jesus, it's now time to go to the cross. God bless Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now he knows it's time. He sets his face to go to Jerusalem. It says, verse 51, And it came to pass when time was come that he should be received up. He said, steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Steadfast. It's now time to go. He said, and he sent messengers before his face, and they went, entered into a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him, because he had an entourage. It wasn't just one man, it wasn't just 12. There are a lot of people walking with Jesus. You know what? There were women with him too. There were women with him too. Oh, Psalm, what is it, 63, about the women and the word of, preaching the word of God. All right, it says, uh, and they did not receive him. Verse 53, because his face was though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, because the Samaritans and the Jews did not get along at all. It says, and when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou we command fire to come down from heaven, consume them even as Elias did? Wasn't John the apostle of love? Fry them, Jesus. Let's fry them. Look how they're treating us. Look how they treat me. And, but Jesus turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit you are of. This is the manner of Jesus. You ready for this one? This is what Jesus is. This is the spirit of Jesus. He said, For the Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives. He is not come. He didn't come down here to destroy anybody. Amen. He did not come down here to destroy anybody. He came down here. He said not to destroy men's lives, but to save them. He came. He was sent. And he came. And he came to save you. He came to save you. He knew what was in you, and he came anyway. He knew your attitude, and he came anyway. He came to save you. When we are going after our healing, when we are going after our deliverance, we have to remember he came to save. He's on our side. He's on our side. He's your father that sent him. 
Now, go with me to 1 John 3, 8. 1 John 3, 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. But look at this next phrase. For this. Because this devil messing with us from the beginning. The devil messed with us from the beginning. Thank you, Adam. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. And I'm a grammar teacher. Look up that word might. It ain't in there. It says that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus was manifested. Jesus showed up, stood on the dirt of the earth, became a man like us. Why? To destroy the works of the devil. Not destroy the works of you. Destroy the works of the devil. He came to save you. He came to destroy the works of the devil. You know what? He likes to destroy the works of the devil. He gets pleasure out of destroying the works of the devil. He likes it. That's why he came to destroy the works of the devil. And you know what? He's in us. Jesus is in us. We can destroy the works of the devil. Jesus is in us. You got any faith? You got any faith? We're going to get you to where you can believe for your healing. You can believe for your deliverance. He came to destroy the works of the devil. I'm dealing with insanity. Jesus came to destroy those works. They're works of the devil. I don't know, but if you've been here long enough, you know that sickness is a direct result from sin in our bodies. From somewhere. Third, fourth generation, or what you did last night. But that's how the devil gets a hold. Well, guess what? Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and save you. Save you, not condemn you. He went to a whole lot of work. He's not going to condemn. He's going to save. And the last one, Acts 17, verse 31, one of my favorite verses. It says, because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. That's Jesus. Or by, that's the Father. By that man, by that man, Jesus the man, by that man whom he hath ordained, wherein he has given assurance unto all men, you can be assured that God will deliver you. You can be assured God will heal you. You can be assured that God will, will make you prosperous. Why? Why can we be assured? And that he has raised Jesus from the dead. He raised Jesus from the dead. What does that have to do with me? Some of you ask. Because it was your sin Jesus was carrying. It was your sickness that Jesus was carrying. 
It was your pain that Jesus was carrying. Why? Because he came to destroy the works of the devil. And the only way he's going to destroy the works of the devil, he's going to have to deal with sin. Because that's how the devil gets in. He's going to have to get rid of sin. And you know what happens when sin's gone? The devil can't touch you. The devil can't touch you. He's got no hold. He's got no hold. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And we can be assured that you will be healed. We can be assured you will be delivered. We can be assured that you will be prosperous. Why? Because Jesus was raised from the dead. It was proof that the payment was paid. It was proof that the sacrifice was accepted. It was proof that God was entreated on our behalf. Amen? So why we worship today, why we praise God, get your faith working. Let's get some people healed and delivered. Amen? Let me hear from you. Email me at the letters kd at kdwol.com. That's kd, Kathy Davidson, at kdwol.com. And visit my website to listen to the messages again or to download them free of charge at kdwol.com. Until next time, God bless.